my name is Todd Adams. This is Kathy Adams. Welcome back to Zen Parenting Radio. How are you feeling this morning? Better. What's been going on in your last two days? <laughs> I've had a headache for about a day and a half. That's quite a headache. I know. Well, yesterday I was up and about. Out and about? Out and about. It didn't keep me from being out and about, but I still went to bed at 8. But I'll tell you something. I don't have any deep... Well, I always have deep thoughts about Before it. Before you have your deep thought, yeah. I want to share a little bit about you being sick. But first... Um, okay. First segment of our show, Helping Hands Made Services. And they were here yesterday, and, and that, they did such a good job. There's a little bit of self-care going on. There certainly, certainly is. You were in no condition to be cleaning houses yesterday no. with a semi-migraine. So Helping Hands Made Services, that's helpinghandsmadeservices.com, 630-530-1324. Give them a call. All right, so... Wait, tell, what are we going to talk about in the show first? Oh, and so good people idea. don't leave us because they think it's going to be boring. They wouldn't leave us, would they? they don't might. leave us. Stay if they w- think we're going to talk about headaches the whole time, I wouldn't tune in. Stay, <laughs> stay, stay tuned. Um, last week we did a show about um, women being... Telling little... their partner what to do and, and asking them to practice self-help. Right. When really that's not our job. So we're going to do some follow-up on that. Okay. So that's... The... So... So we're going to do some follow-up on how to how to allow your partner to improve themselves on their own. Right. If they improve themselves, that sounds bad, too. Allow your partner to make any adjustments that they feel necessary. I was going to say just work on yourself. Just work on yourself. Um, get to know themselves better. Mm-hmm. That sounds good. There you go. And I also want to, maybe near the end of the show, talk a little about people-pleasing. Okay. Because oftentimes, you know... The one focus is that we're trying to get people to change in some way. When and it's time to change, change. you got to rearrange. I did, the, I did the Peter part. How did I do? The Peter part. Uh-huh. Or the the flip side of it is that sometimes we, a partner or a friend or, or whatever, changes, but they really don't want to. So they're people-pleasing to make sure that they're loved. Mm. Isn't that sad? Right. So they're working from the outside They're in. working from the outside in. They're saying, hmm, I better do this or whatever or else I won't be loved or appreciated. And even though... Effort is nice, you know, to listen and say, I'm going to make an effort. If it's not coming from inside, you can begin to become resentful. I'm not going to do this, but I'm tempted to go get my Eckhart Tolle quote when he talks about inner purpose versus outer purpose. Oh boy, Todd's going to start reading stuff But I know you get mad when I read stuff. (laughs) It's because when you're... I'll post it on Facebook. When we're talking, it flows. When you start reading, you go monotone What if I read really fast? (laughs) What if I read lively? Well, if you would like to, go ahead, but don't don't leave right now. What were you going to say? Um, you tried to be a good sick person. Okay. Um, on Sunday morning you woke up and you went for a walk and you kind of pretended you weren't sick. You know what I tried to do is when I get a headache, I think to myself, what can I do to alleviate this rather than surrendering to it? Right. Because there have been times in the past when I've gone to yoga or taken a walk or done something and it has gone away. Mm -hmm. So when I wake up with one... I think to myself, I'm not going to just give in to this. It's like I need to power through it and figure out. But there comes a point um, when surrender is necessary. Surrender is a good thing. When it's not, when there's, that's just what needs to be done. And that I don't understand my headaches fully because they come at different times. Mm -hmm. They usually um, couple, you know, maybe once every two or three months. Um, And and maybe not even that much anymore. I don't know. But I try to just... My first step is always, what can I do proactively? And then the second step is, I'm just going to sleep. Well, my thing is about sick is if you are well enough to take a walk, I think fresh air and all these other things are like miraculous things you can do. Exactly. Versus 
taking medicine and laying in bed right. in a stuffy little bedroom. But it really didn't work for you. No, not this time. Yeah. But that doesn't mean That's that... That's why I thought you were making good choices, but it turns out that didn't help at all. Well, I, maybe it did. I did yoga. I stood on my head for a while because that's where all the pain was. And I did, um, you know, and I did go outside and I did try and move around because sometimes I really do believe in moving energy that sometimes mm-hmm. you just need to release. Right. And if you just lay there, it doesn't work. But there was a point when I just need to go to bed. But that was like six o'clock at night or something like that, wasn't it? Or five. I don't know, man. You were laid up for a good day and a half. Yeah, but, and I but yesterday, lose track. I know. But and yesterday, you know my problem. What? I'll tell you my problem. What is this? Reminds me of when you had morning sickness oh. because I went into action mode. I did laundry. I did all these wonderfully husbandly things. Yeah. But I think if you would have had your choice, you'd say leave all that stuff and be with me and rub my head and do all these things. Well, yeah, maybe, maybe There's I was something about when you're ill. I, I don't. I, I check in on you. But I do not uh, coddle you that may be the way that you want to be coddled. But mm. instead, what I do is do all these other wonderful clean the house up type things. Well, you know, I, I didn't feel this time. You didn't feel I like didn't I was think that much you? about it. No, I mean, but I told you maybe it's because I'm more I'm more aware of what I need. So I said, come check on me occasionally. Right. And that was really before I would have been like, no, right. I'm fine. Or this time I was like, I'm going to go to bed. Just check on me occasionally because I may need ice. Did I do I enough have... checking in on Yeah, you? I think it was okay. Yeah. And then even when you came to bed, you're like, do you want me to like, you know, touch you or, or hug you. Head. And I said, just put your hand on, on my leg and, and that's I did about it. For a solid two minutes. <laughs> and then I rolled over and went to sleep. <laughs> well, the effort Maybe was there. Maybe it was there. longer than two minutes. The effort was there. The, the thing is the responsibility, and this is kind of what we're talking about here is with both of us. It's one thing for you to take action and say, here's what I'm going to do. It's another thing that I have to ask for what I need. Right. And I think I did that. So that's why I didn't really feel like, right. you know, I think in the past I would have been like, you should just read my mind. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that's fair. Us guys, we're not mind readers, ladies. Yeah, amen. You got to help us out a little bit. You got to treat us like we're four-year-olds because in many ways we are four years really? old. Yes. Well, I think that this is true for everybody. I don't want to focus on men or that way and women are. I will. I will. <laughs> I think even with women, you know, when we're talking about our friends or our mothers or our sisters or whatever, we have to really say what we mean mm-hmm. rather than say what we don't mean and hope they figure out what we do mean. Yes. I think that um, women do a lot of that. I think men do too. Um, but there's this sense of, well, I'm just going to put myself out there and so they feel bad for me and then they don't feel bad for you and you're like, oh my gosh, they're such an awful person. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that's fair. I think that that is, um, and I and I can say that from experience, I used to do that. Well, and, and, and the most important part about this is how you say it. If you say, Todd, you need to do, 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 Instead, you say, this is what I need. Yeah. I need you to check in on me every half hour, well, every hour, or whatever it is. A very common thing that people say to each other is, how can I help you, or what can I do? And a lot of times we're like, nothing. Just let me suffer. You know, And I really can't do that anymore, or it just doesn't feel natural. I just say, well, you know, you know, bring me something, and it'll, you know, bring me some ice, or come check on me. And I just try and give something that would be helpful. A lot of ice. <laughs> Except when you turn to the hot water bottle. You go from ice to heat like within minutes well, of your illness. Well, it depends on help, what's soothing. Help me understand that. You know what? I, this is a gut thing. I'll be laying there with ice and it'll feel good and it stop, when it stops being soothing, I change to hot water. And that's, I don't know why. I just trust what I feel instead of looking at a book and saying, here's what you should do. Mm-hmm. And a hot water bottle then allows me to go to sleep. And then you sit in the shower. Oh, I love that. For like a half an hour. I know. It's the best tool ever. And there was a time, remember, we were in the rental house and our shower wasn't working mm-hmm. and I had a headache. It wasn't good. 
And I was like, my only duel isn't here. But yeah. anyway, let's okay. let's switch to something else. I don't think people want to hear about my headache anymore. Because I am better today. Yeah. yeah. Even though I'm going to take it slow. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You're not going to exercise today. No, I'm You're going. Well, I'm going to do yoga, but I'm going to do it on my own terms, meaning here and slow. Right. Um, so the point I wanted to make is last week we did the show about, you know, I'm going to speak in generalities, um, women who try to push self-help on men. Yes. And I've had some conversations with some women friends or girlfriends or whatever it is of mine. And they said to me, um, Todd, um, I don't tell them what to do. I am the example and they're still not coming along for the ride. Hmm. And they said, or she said, well, do you have any advice? I have an idea, but I want to know if you have an idea first, or else I'll go first. Yeah, why don't you go first? My deal is if, let's say, you know, it could be the it, the roles could be reversed too. But in this example, let's just say the woman. So if the if the woman is really doing deep work and really making the extra effort and trying to figure out all these things about themselves to have her have a deeper relationship with themselves and the family, and the that guy, was a lot of information. <laughs> and the guy is still sitting there drinking beer at the end of the day and not helping and right. doing all these other things. Right. Um, my, and, and she's not pushing any self-help on, and she's being that example. Right. And he's still continuing this behavior that's not working. That, in my opinion, is that's when it's affecting the marriage, which mm. means it's affecting the relationship. So when it turns into, hey, not only is this not working for me, this is affecting our family unit. Mm -hmm. That's when you need to take a um, more strong role in, you, you need to take a stronger position, the woman does, okay. and say, this isn't working. And you need to get help in whatever way it is. You, maybe you go on a retreat together, or maybe you start taking dates together, or maybe you do counseling together, you do something together because it's no longer just about me, it's about our family unit. Yes, I think that's wonderful. And I think that a key component in all of that, no matter what you decide to do, is that you have to use the I language, mm -hmm. which you know we try to talk about on the show a lot, is a lot of times we start pointing fingers and saying, you're wrong, this is why you're bad, this is why I'm good and you're bad. And we start to focus on all this negativity on the person that you know we're seeing things that, that we don't like, and so we're telling them how they are, you know, how they don't have it together. Okay. And if we can instead say, when I go exercise and I come home and you're on the couch and you haven't done anything to take care of yourself, it scares me mm. because That's pretty I feel like, um, you know, I want you to be well so we can be together so you can be here for our children. Um, I want us to have in common that we care about our own selves because mm. really the only thing we can do to take care of each other is to take care of ourselves, right. you know? And again, that in itself can sound really self-helpy. So actually your, um, our friend Dave said something that might be good here. Um, well, yeah. Um, our Zen parenting radio, Facebook friend, Dave, uh, gave me language that I thought was pretty good. Um, he said, um, instead of self-help or, you know, open your heart and all mm -hmm. these things that you and I talk about, because I've kind of been talking about this with you for a long time. He says, you know, tune into your gut right you know what does your gut tell you right and i'm even going to quote him he says he says it's more sky language he says rely your truest deepest personal gut feelings not the reactionary reactionary habitual one like sometimes your gut has like a very reactionary um reaction 
for lack of a better term. Well, I think sometimes someone would say, well, what I really gut instinct want to do is come home and play video games. Right. Is that really feeding your soul? Right. Or is it another way to avoid everything else? But when you say feeding your soul, you just lost the guy. Right. And I may not say that those words. I'm using that for the audience. Like right. I may say, is that really making you feel good? Mm-hmm. You know, well, because there's the sense of escaping. Like someone would say, well, eating candy makes me feel good. Smoking a cigarette makes me feel good. Well, it's that moment of escaping. Right. It's an escapism where you don't have to deal with whatever's in front of you, but in your truest gut, mm-hmm. is that really serving you? Yeah, the deepest part of you. Right. If you can do that. And, you know, what if they say, I don't have the gut? Well, it, everybody does. Um, but it's to say, that's what I'm trying to do. Mm-hmm. You know, it's again going back to who you are. I am trying my best to know myself really well because then I can be better for you right. instead of, because I, again, we talked about this last week, but I think the whole idea of saying you need to do this, you need to do this is saying you're not good enough for me. Right. And that's even though you're not even saying those words or hopefully you're not, um, that's what gets integrated. Right. And so there's this sense of you're, you're doing the opposite of what you want to do. You're well, bringing them down further. Well, and what's scary about this is uh, as guys, I think really all we want to do is be accepted. Exactly. And when women, uh, wives, girlfriends criticize us, we don't feel like we're good enough. Right. And then, you know, we can go one of two directions. We can either say, hey, man, I got to get it together. Or B, we regress back. You retreat. And we mm-hmm. retreat into our cave and we become more distant. Right. And that is not a good thing. Exactly. And so with that in mind, I just don't think there's really a time with children, with spouses, where you start to unload all over them about all of their issues. Mm-hmm. I just don't think that really, that may be, like you said, a reactionary you know, type response. But I think we really have to focus on how we are being affected by what they're doing. And in that way, we can be heard. You know, um, when when I come home and the house is a complete mess, it really feels so heavy to me. I can't help my language. It's so difficult for me because, you know, I've been working all day or I've been with the kids. And it would help me so much Mm -hmm. if you would just put some things away so when I came home it was a little calmer. And that would help me be able to sit down with you and hang out with you. Because a lot of times instead it's, I clean the house all the time. You don't clean the house. You don't do anything. I do this with the kids. You don't do anything. And you're just prompting a fight. Yeah. You're just bringing everybody to the defense, mm-hmm. um, and you're everyone's defending a position rather than hearing everybody. So, anyway. Um, all right. Well, I um, also wanted to talk a little bit about you have a workshop tomorrow. Yes, I do. Or actually, yeah, yes, tomorrow. Yes, it's, it's tomorrow. Um, but before we do that, um, the second half of our show, or second third of our show, yes. is uh, by Tree of Life Chiropractic yep. Care. Um, they are chirotree.com. And their number is 630-941-8733, Chiropractic Care, uh, Chicagoland area. Give them a call. Check them out. I'm going today. You are going today. To get back in shape. That's right. She's going to fix you. (laughs) No. She is going to help me stay She's going to help you help yourself. Help me help myself. Help me help you. Exactly. If you guys know what movie that's from, go ahead and Facebook me. Okay. Help me 
help you. I wish I could do the quote back, but I don't remember what it is. It's a good scene. I know it is. It's one of my favorites. Um, so what's this workshop about? Okay, so tomorrow at the Daily Method in Elmhurst, I'm going to be talking about, it's actually the, the last of three workshops I've done. I did one, it was Mind, Body, Spirit. I did one on mindfulness, and then I did one on um, body, but really it was a focus on negative self-talk about your body or about anything for that matter. And then this third one is about spirit, and we're going to be focusing on knowing yourself and tuning into yourself and not being a people pleaser. And I thought that that went kind of well with what you wanted to talk about with going back to um, last week and not um, dumping all over your spouse or telling them to change. Because um, the interesting thing is, is that on the flip side, we there are many of us, and I think men can be this way too, um, but I can only speak for women, is that a lot of times we think we should be different. And we are not content in who we are. And so we are constantly trying to, if it be the media or if it be a friend or if it be our mother or if it be our our significant other, we think we should be better than we are. So we're constantly in a state of... um, of trying to change or thinking that, or, or being down on ourselves or Mm. thinking I should have been different or I should have done this different. And a lot of times to alleviate that feeling, if someone asks us to do something, we do it automatically. Or if someone says, you know, you should wear this, we'll say, Oh, okay, I'll do that. Or people pleasing. You know what I mean by people pleasing. I know what you mean, I guess. Um, but isn't there a time and a place for you to kind of put your needs aside for somebody else's? Yeah, I think that, but if it comes from you in instinctively, if it comes from you intrinsically, um, for example, I, there are people I want to help all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, there are people, there are phone calls I get, emails I get where, you know, people say, can you help me with this? Or can we talk through this or whatever? I so, don't get those phone calls. Well, that this is part of my work, you right. know, and I'm, I'm so happy and thankful to be able to help people and whatever they need in that moment. But there are also phone calls I get or, you know, people will say, you know, will you do this book review or will you um, do this presentation here three hours away? away. Yeah, where they'll say, oh, you should do this because of this reason or that TV show. You know what I mean? Like they called again, by the way. Steve Harvey. Yeah. Are we allowed to say his? Well, you already did. But anyway, you know, they they, they asked me to do something. They wanted you to be on TV. And, and it sound you know, and I always look into those kind of things and think, you know, is this something that, that I would enjoy doing? But if I don't, then it's my responsibility to know that Mm -hmm. and to say no. And if I do try it and I don't like it, you chalk it up as an experience. It's not about that. We, you know, we jump all over ourselves about making a bad choice. It's experience. But I, I am old enough now to know or at least to trust my gut feelings. Well, and here's my thing, and I'm, I don't know if I'm breaking your uh, concentration, no, it's okay. but we have a business here, Zen Parenting Radio. Yeah. You have your self-aware parent books and everything else, yeah. which are really good, by the way. You Thank should you. buy a few of them. Thank you. A few. A few. A couple, two, three. <laughs> um, but um, as your business partner, you have had opportunities where in the short term, there is abundance that comes your way. And you have put aside those things. And what I mean is you had a certain opportunity where you get paid money to write certain things. And you said, you know what? This doesn't feel right. Right. And me being the (laughs) money-hungry, grabby guy that I am, I in the back of my mind, I'm like, oh, my gosh, go for the money. And it doesn't feel right for you. So you act on principle. And if it doesn't feel right, even though it's going to give us X amount of dollars, you still don't do it. And that's what happened with this TV show. It did. Well, and interestingly enough, let's talk about the word principle. Sometimes people can get caught up in their own 
ideas in their head. Okay, see, this is brain work where they'll say, here are my principles. Here's what I adhere to at all times. And it becomes, what's the word? It, it can limit them right. because they go by a set of rules for themselves and they don't um, go with the feeling. Right. So for me, when you say principles, I think my only principle is that I go with my gut. You right. know, like cause sometimes, do you know what I mean when people say principles and they assume that they say it has to look like this, it has to feel like this, it has to be like this. And those are just... Well, um, that's putting words to things that really you can't put words exactly. into. Exactly. Right. Um, but some people do that. Like, right. you know, oftentimes, you know, people have a set of rules about this is this is when I'll do this and this is when I don't, and they don't even tap into how they feel about it. Because right. sometimes something like, there's been times, these are, this is a dumb example, when maybe, you know, I used to walk around saying, oh, I'm afraid of heights, I'm afraid of heights. So if I use that as something, as like just a law in my life, there's a lot of things I wouldn't do. Right. I think what you're saying is laws are like structured and defined. Yes, thank and objective. You. Yes, and, and they, they are what they are. And, right. and principles are like warm and fuzzy things that you can't quite explain, but you know it when you see it. Or, or that's you... my definition of principles. Right. You know, because I think someone else could say, no, they're structured. Well, I don't care about anybody else's okay. definition. Now. My principles are that I can feel it if it feels right. If I get excited about something or I feel like afraid in a way like, you haven't tried this before, you should try this. Because mm. sometimes it's not always warm and fuzzy. Sometimes I get afraid. But I think this could be really interesting. If it's something that I am just so bummed that I have to do right. and I can't wait till it's over. Why are you doing it? Why am I doing it? Right. You know, like there's there's things that I have said, okay, sure, I'll do that. And then I'm like, oh, I just can't wait until I'm past, you know, Thursday. or like, I'm Like a meet and greet something. Ugh, you know. You're the, not a big fan of the meet I'm, and greet. I'm not. I'm just not. I can do it. I just you don't like it. You love small talk. <laughs> It just takes a lot of energy, mm-hmm. and and I love to meet people, but I like to do it in a more authentic way. Right. So meaning that you know we're do I'm with people and we're doing things we like to do, and I get to meet people that way. I love to meet people, but when the whole purpose is let's force these people together and make them talk, it's like nightmare. But anyway, so that's that's the whole idea of um, I guess you know we're talking about principles or the idea of trusting your gut is what feels good. Or, you know, some, you know, I used, I read this book a long time ago uh, called Feel the Fear and Do It Anyway, but I understood, and, and it may take some practice, but the difference between loathing something right. and being afraid of something, right. there's a difference. And there's been some things I've been afraid of that I've been like, you know what, I got to at least give it a try. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I liked it and sometimes I didn't, but that was still a learning experience. Mm-hmm. There's other things I know, I'm 41 years old, I know that I'm doing this for the wrong reasons. I'm either doing it for the money or I'm doing it for exposure that's not even authentic. Or pleasing somebody at, or just at the pleasing expense somebody. of yourself. Somebody on the other end of that phone who I may not even know very well. And, and what you said is you're not really doing them a favor by doing no. that because you're not there 100% anyways. And they're missing out on the person who really does want to do it. Right. And so by me taking that opportunity, and I mean this in anything, you guys. I mean this in PTA. I mean this in a book club. I mean this in anything. If you don't want to do it. It's a disservice to the group or to the person you're dealing with. And to the person who could have taken that spot. Because there are people, there are, there, you know, we live among so many different people and there are people who love to be in charge of certain things or love to be room moms, you know, school's coming up and that's going to be out there again, or who love to, um, you know, I can't think of more. Help me. My brain is do your lady brain. <laughs> um, it's just not. But Forget it. A, we get it. A, anything. Yes. Um, that there are there is someone who is more willing to do that, and sometimes our anxiety or our desire to people please 
we we take it or we say yes i'll do it and then we don't want to do it and we're not giving our full selves to the people who asked us to do whatever it was we were going to do i just didn't want to interrupt you because last week you're in the middle of like this really deep thought right and i jumped in and i completely broke off like the best part of what you're about Well, because i was just about to say my final statement and you started talking over me i think the word i said was love and right. then you started to talk over that word love all right so okay. i think that you explained that very well thank you and that's helpful okay so anyway so tomorrow daily method at noon so that'd be wednesday right. august 15th at noon yeah, 15th, it's right. a you can bring your lunch it's just an hour it's not a big thing and it's only ten dollars it's not even that expensive so every week um we don't watch a lot of tv we watch a little bit of Brady Bunch. I watch some sports, some White Sox baseball, who we, are in first place. We watch New Girl sometimes. New Girl, which is a show that I think is hilarious. <laughs> but um, we watch a lot of Oprah on this, yeah. in this house. Own is probably the staple network. Yeah. And every week we're like, oh, we got to talk about Own because it's so great and all that. And, you know, there's certain programming that I like and there's certain programming that I can't stand on Own. But the programming I like, I like a lot. And the reason I bring this up is, one, to give a plug to Oprah because she has a network that she's trying to promote and certain messages that we really relate to yeah. and, and believe in. Such a good network. Um, but the uh, the untethered soul guy. Yeah, Michael um, Singer. What, can you give me just a few quick insights of what you pulled from that? And and if you want, I can help you because there's a certain thing I want you to talk about. The, the part where he said that I've gone to all these ashrams and all these other things and he he's done the yogi thing and the guru thing and he's, and done, he's all done these things he said all of these things that supposedly bring enlightenment and i'm saying that with air quotes but you can't see me and he basically said and oprah said do we have to do that and he's like absolutely not he goes actually don't do it mm-hmm. because and why and, was it meaningful to you because i think that through my life because i'm kind of one of those people who's always seeking um, that I have thought I need to do this and do this, and if I only had this, or if I only had this, or if I could only go to India, I th- I'm seeking it outside of myself. Mm-hmm. And even though I have learned over the last couple of years that it all comes from the inside, I still have this old school mentality that someone who has traveled the world right. or you know done things that I haven't done is going to have a greater sense of enlightenment. And his his points were so well taken that it has nothing to do about where you go. Mm. It's about how you feel about where you are. And how you feel inside is what dictates everything else. Mm. One of the examples they used is some people will say, I'm going to go on a vacation to Hawaii and I'm going to find my peace there. But what you do is you go to Hawaii and you bring your old frustrated self with you. Right. And so you end up sitting on the beach just as annoyed and just as frustrated. Sure, you may have a little more beauty around you, and that helps. But you know, his point was, would you rather have to get on a plane and go to Hawaii to do that, or would you rather just be able to stand in a corner and have peace? Right. And that's what I'm looking for. Right. And I don't even want to say looking because I've experienced it. Right. But it's a constant practice. Well, and you know, the, the words that pop into my brain are you know, enlightenment, self-realization, and we... To echo what you just said, there's all these things that we feel like we need to do in order to attain those things. But really, it's one conscious breath away. It is. And it's the separation from our thoughts. You know, the, the point, the reason this book is so meaningful is that he talks about separating really what you're trying to find figure out in life is how to have freedom from yourself. Right. Not to have freedom from your spouse or to change everybody around you or to go out and make a million dollars. Those are all the things that have been taught to us. Mm-hmm. Those aren't truth. It's about figuring out how to be your own authentic self right. and to separate yourself from your brain, right. which we've talked about a lot with mindfulness. It's not about 
being mad at your brain. Your mm-hmm. brain serves you. But when you think your brain is you, mm-hmm. it no longer serves you. Right. And one of the other things he said that was so meaningful is when you're having a thought or thoughts and they're just coming rapidly and they're not helping you, to just lean away from them. Right. And let them pass through. Instead of what we, what do we usually do when we're... When we, we try to figure them out right. and problem solve them or make a decision. Oh, I'm upset. This is how I'm stopping upset. I'm going to blame my husband. I'm going to buy new clothes. I'm going to go have a drink. And we, we, figure, we try and figure it out rather than say, ah, I'm not going to go there. Mm-hmm. And we're so used to problem solving that it makes us uncomfortable to, to lean away from those thoughts. Because right. we think that's somehow giving up. Right. But it's actually not. Right. It's being peaceful. <laughs> So I think the bottom line is um, watch OWN. Yeah, and watch – the best show is probably Super Soul Sunday, right. which is obviously Hour-long on Sunday. Hour-long interviews with somebody who has – A spiritual expert of right. some kind or a self-awareness expert of some kind, and they're just really good interviews, and there's always a good book that's recommended. And um, she also has um, you know, Masterclass, which is another one of my favorites, are people who have um, been you know, successes mm-hmm. in whatever um, kind of job they were in and the lessons they learned along the way. So I just think it's a network that really has potential, and I just hope people know it's out there. So um, the last uh, segment of the week is the Kathy Quote of the Week. And who is it brought to us by? Avid Company. Avid Co. Painting and remodeling and rehabbing all over the Chicagoland area, 630-956-1800, avidco.net. So your Quote of the Week is... (laughs) I can't believe it. And I don't know. I may have already shared this in the show, but I thought it was really good. Okay. Um, Cammie at some point said to you after school one day, she told you to cool it down. And your your response was, no, I'm your mom and I'm cool. Okay, first of all, why would she tell me to cool it down? Maybe you were the... getting all worked up about something. Cool it down. Cool it down. I don't remember and that. You said, no, I'm your mom. So was and this I'm last cool. year? You said it was yeah. after school. Yeah. Okay, it cool last... it, cool it. Okay, um, I then, am cool. You and know. then the other thing is, I need um, our, because the people that listen to the end of the show are our true blue listeners. Okay. And I need them to help me get the Zen Parenting Radio Facebook page. Um, with a greater number of followers. Okay. Because yours uh, self-aware parent page uh-huh. is beating my Zen Parenting Radio I know. Page. I win. Uh, self-aware I win. parent is at 1435 and Zen Parenting Radio is 1063. So go to our Zen Parenting Radio Facebook page and just uh, like the page and that way they post it on your profile and people will start to like it. All right. Are you in competition with me? Yes, and I'm losing. Okay. And I do not like to lose. I so, know you don't. Um, this is Todd Adams saying farewell. And this is Kathy Adams. Have a great week. Bye.